welcome to the Plant School Podcast. I'm Rachel Tenney, and here we learn all about plants, how they work, how to care for them, and it's all taught in a way that anyone from beginner to expert can listen to, understand, and enjoy. So I hope that you will join me in Plant School. Welcome to the Plant School Podcast. Before I begin today's episode, like I've been doing for the last little while, I want to announce two giveaway winners. I'm doing this every single episode, so if you would like to join in to win the next giveaway, if you are listening on Spotify, simply answer the question under the most recent episode. And if you are listening on Apple Podcasts, go ahead and leave a review there. It's as simple as that. I take one from each. So for this week, the winner over on Spotify is Jen Varel. To kind of start out the new year, I asked you guys what your favorite type of episodes were on Plant School Podcast, and Jen said that they're all great. She says, I love that you're doing a variety of topics like plant care, but also the history and all the intricate nuances to each plant or subject. I appreciate all the research. I appreciate you answering the prompt from last week, Jen. Go ahead and email me at tinnyplants, T-E-N-N-E-Y, plants at gmail, and I will get you set up with your free plant. And then over on Apple Podcasts, the winner over there, their username is radishes with two eyes. They said, I love plants, but I also love listening to someone with a chill voice since I get overstimulated really easily from traumatic brain injuries. I like to learn about the herbs and succulents and different plants I have at home. I also started growing microgreens. It's nice to listen to this podcast as it is very relaxing for me. Thank you so much for that sweet review. And again, go ahead and email me at tinnyplants at gmail and I'll get you set up with your free plant. And the reason why we can do this is because a local greenhouse reached out to me and offered to sponsor our giveaways. So in every episode, I also like to give them a shout out. If you want to check them out, go to onlinegardencenter.store. I will include a link in the show notes so you can check them out. They're getting more and more houseplants in their catalog, which is so fun to see. So they've got a pretty wide variety right now. So if you want to check out all that they have, go to onlinegardencenter.store and check them out. All right, so today's episode is a little bit different, not something I normally do, but I wanted to create kind of a landing space for people who are new to this podcast and want to know what it's about and why I'm doing this. I've been doing this podcast for about three years, and I have not ever done an episode about me, so I'm going to do this. I really hope it turns out, or I guess I can, you know, just scrap this and you'll never hear it. So I want to start with like a, a rundown of myself, how I got here doing this podcast in the first place, and then also just kind of what this podcast is all about at the end. So you don't want to hear about my life. That's totally fine. You can kind of skip near the end and find out more about what this podcast is all about, but I want to give you a background of who I am and why I am doing what I'm doing. And perhaps you can relate to a lot of this stuff. I did an episode with my mom. Oh, it was a little bit ago. I think it was episode 100, and I was so nervous that it wouldn't be well received. I'm like, like no one wants to hear about me and my mother 
and our relationship with plants. But actually, there were so many people who left such sweet, kind comments or emailed me, letting me know that they had a similar situation where their love of plants kind of came from someone else that they loved and cared for. And so I'm really hoping that this episode kind of has the same effect of perhaps we can find that we are similar in some ways and can relate in that way. So let's start off with a little bit about me. So I grew up in the desert of southern Utah. For those of you who don't know Utah very well, because I know I have listeners that are just all over the world, if you are familiar with like Moab, Utah, the Delicate Arch, I think it's like one of the natural wonders of the world, kind of think of that sort of scene. I didn't grow up in Moab, but I grew up in an area with a lot of red rock. It was a beautiful place. And as I grew up, I was very interested in the natural world. It wasn't necessarily all focused in towards plants at this time, but I did go to things like science camps. I was a huge nerd, but I loved science camp. It was a blast. And so as I got older and went into high school, that love of the natural world kind of manifested in myself wanting to be a veterinarian. I 100% had, this is so embarrassing, I had a horse girl era where I was constantly hanging out with my brother's friend, shout out Trisha, and we would go and ride her horses. We cared for them every day. She taught me, you know, how to clean out the horseshoes and how to brush them, how to feed them, literally just everything. She was such a sweetheart. I know my horse school era is kind of cringy, but I loved it. And so in high school, I completed the animal science pathway. And as I went on to college, I planned to get my undergrad in outdoor recreation and kind of find a way to get into wildlife rehabilitation. That's what I wanted to do. And that's the path I was going on. And it all came crumbling down when I took my first basic biology class in my first year of college. So I'm sure many of you have been in college or are in college right now. And in your biology class, you go through kind of all the different areas if it's an introductory class like this one was. So we learned about the cell, how it functions. We learned a little bit about genetics. And then we went into animal biology and then plant biology. And so once we got to the section of animal biology, which was what I thought was my passion, I was so excited, we started to dissect things and I thought it was interesting, but I didn't love it. I loved interacting with animals, but I didn't really love cutting them open and I wasn't super interested in figuring out how they worked. But right after learning about animal biology, we moved over to plants And we started learning, you know, about biophytes, which are non-vascular plants. And then we moved on to like the oldest form of vascular plants, which are your lycophytes. And I was hooked. I thought it was so cool. And I personally feel like plants, they just get overlooked. They're seen as boring because they don't move as fast as animals do. They don't interact as animals do. We as humans, we have, you know, our short attention spans. So I feel like we just like write them off as boring or most people do. But if you take time to learn about them and really see them and get to know them, I feel like they are just as interesting, if not more interesting, than animals. Don't hate me. I still love animals, but I do find plants more interesting. So after this discovery and that basic biology class that, 
oh my goodness, I don't think I want to study animals. I'm not sure if I want to do wildlife rehabilitation. I actually left school for a year and a half and I left Utah. I lived in Ohio for a year and a half and I taught people about Jesus Christ. It was a church mission. I loved it. And when I came back to school, I knew that I perhaps wanted to gear more towards plants. I just wasn't sure how to do this. And during this time, I met a boy. We had actually known each other for a while. I didn't just meet him, but I ended up transferring schools so I could be at the same school as him because we got engaged to be married. And for those of you who are nosy and love a love story like I do, can I just like take a slight sidetrack and tell you the story of my husband and I? I, I love hearing these stories. And so I'm going to share mine. I hope you don't mind if you do mind. Like I said, you can skip whatever parts of this episode that you'd like, but this is our story. So my older sister dated my now husband, Sam's older brother. So our siblings were dating each other. And while they dated, they decided to take us on a blind date. We had never met. So they took us on a blind date and we went to a corn maze and we instantly clicked. We laughed so much. We cracked so many jokes to each other the whole time, mostly about how we thought we'd run into our siblings macking out. We never did. I doubt they were up to that kind of stuff, but we just had so much fun, and we continued to date for a few months. I thought he was amazing. I tried to drop every single hint that I could that I really liked him, and just like as an example, we were watching I Am Legend, kind of an intense movie. And I remember I put my hand down between us so obviously, like just lying there in hopes that he would hold my hand. Um, He never did. He still to this day (laughs) says that he never even noticed it. He had no idea. And yes, I still give him a hard time about it, that he was just so oblivious. But Anyways, our siblings, they eventually went separate ways, and so Sam and I kind of stopped talking. But a few years later, we started to reconnect. I knew I wanted to date this kid again, and when we met, we were 16 years old. We were in high school. Like, what's going to happen with that, right? So as we got older, dating becomes a little bit more serious, and so I knew I wanted to date him again because that level of connection just felt so real and authentic. So I started to write letters to him while he was in Brazil serving a church mission like I was in Ohio. And so we started writing to each other. And then when we both returned home from those church missions, we were able to start like dating in person, right? And obviously it went really well. I I just felt like I had yet to find someone that I could laugh so easily with. And I feel like I didn't have to like convince myself that I really liked him or convince myself to overlook anything to like him. It was just so easy. So anyways, we we got engaged, we got married. We've been married for about eight years. It's going great. I love him. We have three kids and I do not regret my decision of marrying him. But anyways, that that's our love story. So back to... I feel like we're going to have a little jarring transition like back in time to my story of figuring out what I was doing with school. I transferred schools to be closer to my fiance and I had my major as biology, but I wasn't really sure. I kind of just put that as a placeholder 
and my fiance, he at the time saw a poster about this major titled landscape management and he told me about it. He's like, hey, I think you would actually like this. It sounds like they do a lot of stuff with plants and I know that's what you're interested in. So I looked it up. I went over the required classes and I was just so excited about most all of them. I feel like there's always some that you can't be excited about, such as like the required classes of, you know, accounting, econ, finance. Those were the ones that filled me with dread, but I made it through. The classes I was excited about, they had things like landscape systems, landscape design, turf grass management, pest and disease management, agribusiness, plant propagation, arboriculture, which is the study of trees. And then they had really fun electives, and I ended up taking things like interior plants, floral design, medicinal plants. It was just such a great major. It encompassed a lot. When you hear the title landscape management, a lot of people think I just learned how to be a landscaper, but it incorporated so much more. And so I I loved my education and it really set me up to find a job in the green industry. Before I had my first kid, I was able to work in a floral shop. I worked in a greenhouse and as a research assistant. Some of these jobs I did actually after I had my first kid because I had my first kid while I was still in school. I know that's not a a popular thing to do or a very common thing to do, but it actually worked out really great. And I'm really glad that when we like felt that prompting to, you know, not put off a family that we did it because there were so many like little blessings that made that it's a huge transition from just like you and your spouse to like having a kid and everything's not about you anymore. That was a big transition. And to have school as kind of a place where I still felt like myself, it was so helpful to me. So that's kind of a side note, but I don't regret that decision we made. And so anyway, some of these jobs, like the research assistant I did while I had a kid, I was able to work any hours I wanted. I was just in the lab looking at seeds through a microscope. It was just me And it was quiet and I was alone. I could listen to music or podcasts and I would just record, you know, which seeds had developed and which seeds hadn't. And I loved that job. If it uh, paid well and I could have kept it, I think I would have. But during my time of, you know, getting my undergrad, like I mentioned, we had decided to have kids. So by the time I graduated, I had had one child and I was pregnant with my second one. And I know I said that I there were so many great things that came with having children. But there were also some hard times. Like, I'm not going to lie about that. I would go to career fairs where, you know, attendance was required for a certain class. And I would come home just like in a puddle of tears because here I was in the midst of young motherhood and this strange transition. And I had this desire to be like my peers and start a fun career But being at home with my young kids was super important to me and I didn't feel like it was the right time. So just kind of this conflict would cause a lot of turmoil in me. And I want to say like I'm grateful to have the chance and to have that choice to be able to stay at home with my kid at the time. I'm not taking that for granted because I know that's not the case for a lot of people. They don't get that choice. But it was just hard for me to know that the path of having a career was not going to happen at this time, that I had decided to kind of set that aside and focus on my family. And so after I graduated, I wanted some sort of outlet. We actually had this class 
where all we did was come up with a plan for a future business and we created systems for how that company would work for us. And so when I took that class, I came up with this idea of, oh, I'm going to have a YouTube channel and I'm going to have a greenhouse and I'm going to do it with my kids and this is how it's going to go. So I came out of graduation just really gung-ho of like, I'm, I'm going to make this work even though I have kids because I don't want all these skills and all this knowledge that I worked so hard for and paid so much money for just to disappear. And so for a while, I kind of just had a YouTube channel that I would post every now and then on it of things I was doing with plants. And it was mostly around houseplants because I was a student. I didn't have a yard. All I could have was plants in my tiny apartment. And so that's kind of where I started. And my husband has always been so supportive of me and my dreams. And we we love talking about, you know, different entrepreneurial ideas. Uh, 99% of them never happen, but it's still fun to talk about and to dream. And so one day he suggested that we should start a podcast. And when he suggested it, it was in the midst of early 2020 and the world was, you know, just being rocked from COVID-19. And so we decided, let's just do it. Let's start a podcast together. We titled it Plant School. He would ask me questions relating to a certain plant subject, and I would answer them in a way that my husband, who has no background in plant science, could understand. And the whole idea was that it would be like a a place where people could learn about plants and it wasn't overwhelming. And we did this for about 50 episodes. I would write the entire scripts out of everything I wanted to cover and research everything. I even I even wrote out the questions he needed to ask me because we quickly found out, you know, he wouldn't just know what questions needed to be asked. So we stayed on this kind of format for a while for 50 episodes and it was quite a time commitment for both of us, and I had a passion about it, but he didn't. So to kind of have him be in it at the beginning, he was having fun, but it became harder and harder to convince him to put in that time because it wasn't something that he like 100% loved, right? He has other interests, and I respected his feelings, and he suggested that I continue my podcast, but do it alone. And he was my biggest cheerleader in that transition, Because like I said, I love doing this. And so from then on out, after episode 50, I decided that I was just going to continue on my own. And you may try to go back to hear a few of those episodes that Sam and I did together, but I actually recently made the decision to delete them. And it, it wasn't because I'm embarrassed about them or didn't like them, but I just had so many new listeners and I can see this from my stats on my podcast, they would go to my first episodes and I think they were getting a different idea of what my podcast now is and they would leave without giving it another chance. And so unfortunately, I had to unpublish them. They are no longer there. And so you may be wondering, well, what is my podcast now? Some of you know because you have been listening, but if you're new and you're wanting to know, you know, what will I hear and why should I even listen to this? So, Plant School Podcast is kind of a collection of different type of episodes, I should say. 
I love to do episodes on plant care guides and we just focus in on one houseplant and we cover its history and how to keep it alive in your home. I do episodes about historical figures in botany and we learn more about their lives and what they contributed and how it's affected us today. I also explore different areas and jobs in the green industry. Sometimes we explore plant myths and plant advice and if it's good or not. I've done plant science lessons where we talk about just something regarding plants and how they work and we make it fun. Like I did one on photosynthesis and we talked about if humans could ever photosynthesize and how much skin you would need to have enough energy to power a human body and just fun stuff like that. And with every episode, I try and keep it light and fun and simple enough so that everyone can still understand. Even though Sam's not here, I want to make it so that people can understand more about plants and it's fun to learn about them because there is so much to the green world. There is just so much. I try and have guests on my podcast as much as I can. Um, hit me up if you want to be a guest or you know someone who you'd like to come on. I love having people on my podcast and I try and do it as much as I can. And this podcast, like I said, it kind of was born out of a passion to stay on top of skills and knowledge I had gained in college. And it's become such a fun thing for me. I'm sitting in a closet alone recording this podcast, but there has been such a community formed behind it. And I appreciate those of you who reach out and keep this going. There's been so many times where I've considered quitting and just scrapping this whole thing. And someone will let me know that they have loved listening to it. And, you know, this has been like a four-year journey so far. And that's happened so many times. And I really do appreciate you being here and listening. So I plan on keeping this podcast going for a while because it is a source of joy in my life, even if I'm not able to put 100% of my time into it because I am a young mom of three kids and my priorities are with my family and raising my kids and I love them. But this podcast is also a huge passion for me. It's a huge outlet for me. And I really, really appreciate you being here and allowing it to be an outlet for me, even if I'm not able to put 100% of my time into it. I still want to keep it going because it is what I love and I love having you here. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. If you are new and this podcast sounds interesting to you, I highly suggest going through and picking a few episodes that you're interested in, taking a listen and seeing if you want to join in and learn more. Every two weeks, I'm coming out with a new episode. I know it could be more often, but let me tell you, kids are a big time commitment. But anyways, I would love to have you be here and stay with the Plant School Podcast community. And thank you again for listening to this episode. And I hope that you'll be here in two weeks for a brand new episode. Thank you so much for being here and for listening to the Plant School podcast. I hope that you will join me for our next episode. And if you would like to support this podcast and keep it going, there's a link down in the show notes of this episode where you can donate to this podcast. And I really appreciate all that help. Or you can go to my merch store, which is also linked in the notes of this episode. And you can find some really cool plant-related shirts and stickers. And if you want to support the podcast but spend no money, feel free to share it with a friend, leave a review. All these things greatly help me out and allow me to keep doing this. Again, thank you so much for listening and for being here at the Plant School Podcast. Mm-hmm.